0: And I started to like dig into self-development. I was like listening to podcasts, watching YouTube. I stopped watching TV. You know, what? they're like, I don't watch TV anymore. I was just like reading. I was just in it. I was just like, I have to change my life. And then I came to the realization that, yeah, I had to make a new dream for myself. And it starts with a dream, like a vision, and then going about the steps of creating it. And then I realized like, okay, I think this is like what I'm actually excited about. And then that's how um, it starts with the dream was born. It came out of that wanting to share what I was learning and for other women to go from where I was like, you know, maybe anxious or not happy with their lives to having a dream for their life and then going about making it happen. (laughs)
1: Hi, I'm Angie Clay. Welcome to Liberate and Lathers podcast, a journey to self-care. Self-care is not a scheduled event somewhere deep in your calendar, but a journey to everyday care for your being. I speak with other creatives on how they are implementing self-care using the fundamental keys of wellness to continue to thrive in their businesses and their personal lives. And of course, we do have our cozy conversations just you and I weekly on how we talk about gentle ways to make self-care a daily habit. So welcome to Liberate the Mind. It's me, Angie, and I am back again with another awesome interview. You all know that I love all things planning, paper, pens, um, you know, I'm a journal junkie. And so I actually have bumped up with, get, with uh, Chisomo Fajardo, and she is a planner, um, an actual, like she designs planners and um, puts them together and a journaling, I mean, not a journaling coach, but a planning coach. I'll let her tell us all those details, but this is the capacity in which I know her and I'm so eager to find out more about her business and how she turned this and turned into a business um, from being the person that goes to the store and buys all things planning to designing them. So welcome Chisomo. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thank you for having me, Angela. I'm excited to be on my first
1: podcast. (laughs) Woo! So we're her first podcast! Yay! So we are special. Awesome. Thank you so much. So tell us a little bit about you, like where you're from, and how did you decide to get into the whole planning situation?
0: Sure. sure. I, I live in England, but I'm Zambian and um. Sorry, Zambian and Welsh, and my husband is English and Colombian, so we're like a bit of a mix. Um, I've lived in different places, but I've mostly, I had been living in London for the last uh, decade or so. I've just literally moved back to my hometown, but um, living in London, I moved there to be a fashion designer, and that was my career, my day job. And then I had my children, and kids have a way of just changing your life changing your perspective, changing your values. So after having them, I um, I was working part-time at my first job. I was able to go back part-time, but that came, I knew that was not going to be forever because the company wasn't in a great position health-wise. And I just, it was, I just had that feeling it's time to try something new. And then an the opportunity came up, which was technically on paper was my dream job, being a swimwear and holiday shop designer at a British UK retailer, very established, you know, you know, they've been around for like 150 years. Mm-hmm. Um, Only problem was it was full time and around that all through that period i had to have my second son now i had been feeling low and having anxiety postnatal depression um and like work was part of it like thinking okay I don't want to go I'm a bit worried about going back to that job where he tried to make me redundant on maternity leave and then he did actually try that again um I also knew that I I didn't like the whole rushing around and like trying to drop my kids off to nursery and it just felt quite rushed that was in my mind as well when this opportunity came up I was a bit like do I go for it or do I not at that time I had actually started having counselling CBT counselling to do with the, I guess, the postnatal depression, um, and it was interesting. It was helpful, but I remember speaking about this to the counsellor, and in a an, in like the nutshell, she kind of said, "Well." You know, your mum was present, like your mum was with you in the day. She only worked like nights and not that much. And your dad was at home for dinner and he was always with you in school holidays. So your parents were very present, yet you're still having issues and seeing me. So you could work full time or you could work part time or you could be at home and your kids might still get messed up. (laughs) That's how I read it. And I was just like, that's not really that's not really telling that's not really that's not I was was like no I don't like this answer and I guess deep down I wanted her to say you know what there's another way you don't have to go for the job because it's full-time guess what you could just actually choose to stay at home you could start a new career you could start a blog you could But obviously, she's not going to say that. But I think deep down, I wanted to say there's another way. And I was not, I was left dissatisfied with her answer. I got the job and I loved a lot of it. But every single day, I missed the boys so much. Like every single day, there was just that feeling. And yeah, it was a nine-month contract. And I just um, remember at the end of it, I wanted to get more flexible working And my son had just started school. So I I wanted to be there on the first day of school to come, you know, pick him up and all that. I missed a deadline by one day. They did know I had booked a holiday and my immediate um, supervisor knew kind of like where I was in the project. She didn't kind of warn me like, this is like, you really have to get it done. She didn't support me. She didn't give me like extra help whenever anyone else in the team had a deadline they were you know got maybe going to miss it we all pulled together and we all worked together to get it done I didn't get any of that offer um I missed a deadline and basically like it put me in a lot of trouble um and then I was just sitting there just like okay someone's telling me how to mother like I I have to choose between my son and my job and I just that it was just a catalyst after that contract ended shortly after that I just knew there had to be another way. And so I stayed home and decided that I was not going to get a job unless it was part time. And I started to like, Dig into self development. I was like listening to podcasts, watching YouTube. I stopped watching TV. You know what? They're like, I don't watch TV anymore. I was just like reading. I was just in it. I was just like, I have to change my life. And then I came to the realization that, yeah, I had to make a new dream for myself. And it starts with a dream, like a vision, and then going about the steps of creating it. So I started the business. It wasn't the planners, it was another business completely. It was travel towels and travel lunch bugs. Um, but through that, I just grew so much in that time, like doing scary things and, you know, just trying new things, learning new things. It was just so much growth. I think I grew more in like two years than I had done in a decade before. And then I realized I was really passionate about the growth that I had. I was so excited about learning new things and sharing it with my friends. I started a master a mastermind with some other ladies who were also doing their own businesses. And I would just be like constantly like, hey, guys, I just saw this webinar. I, was, I just learned this. I just read this book. Like, check it out. And I would just be wanting to share my knowledge and just cheer them on. And, and then I realized like, okay, I think this is like what I'm actually excited about. And then that's how um, it starts with the dream was born. It came out of that wanting to share what I was learning and for other women to go from where I was, like, you know, maybe anxious or not happy with their lives to having a dream for their life and then going about making it happen.
1: Oh, well, that's an awesome story. Well, I didn't know you were like a fashion designer. You learned, See, that's why I love podcasts, because even the person is doing, you know, the interviewing, I mean, you learn so much about another person that you... <laughs> never knew you know wow amazing and so that's I love the way that you you know how you put together your planners and all of that because you really have a design eye because I was like man how did she come up with that <laughs> well it's because it's 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 like that's your passion and you've been doing this for like a long time that's amazing yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah no I I've always you know I've always loved drawing since I was a kid I'd always draw princess dresses or drawing something <laughs>
1: making things like I was always creative so yeah mm-hmm. I always admired meaning um, fashion designers and I was growing up I wanted to be a fashion designer and <laughs> I remember my mom telling me because she probably she always gets kind of sad she's like don't we make you feel like a bad mom but I understand where she came from because you know I grew up in rural southern Virginia and uh I wanted to be a fashion designer and she was like you need to get a job that I could pay you you know and so then I was like oh and so then I like didn't go that route you know Yeah. and so when I hear people decide to like get into fashion design and like I've had a career in it it just always warms my heart because it was like something that deep down inside like I had always wanted to do yeah
0: I mean when I look back as a parent now I'm surprised that my parents kind of Supported me, not supported me, <laughs> let me because my dad was a teacher, so education, education, and my mum is from Zambia, so in Africa, education is everything, and you always want the next generation to like do better than you. And it's more, you know, people tend to want their children going to more academic things. and I was actually very good with maths, English, you know, was academically bright as well, so I could have easily gone that kind of doctorate or something like that. Um, and when I look back, I'm just like, wow, they they. That's probably what they wanted for me, but they really encouraged me to go for fashion and do a fashion degree and you know, not do the business studies or the, you know, whatever maths and stuff and do and go for art and then do um fashion design at university.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. That'd be an interesting conversation if you haven't had it with them. Like, you know, what was your thoughts like behind that? I'm also interested. And like, just like for me, like generational trauma, I was, I want to write a book about generational trauma. Mm -hmm. And so when you dig into generational traumas, like I was, I'm looking at it, two things can happen. You can stay angry at the people or two, you kind of come to an understanding because each person has their own trauma that they bring in, you know, then I'm also like, I'm very curious to why people like your parents, like they had this whole outlook on education, but and still. They instead they encourage you to go into this non-traditional route. So I'm like always oh, no. interested. in Like what? <laughs> what made you encourage me to do that? That was cool, you know. So
0: no, I've yeah. never I've never thought to ask. I think I'll ask like next week. We'll probably, I'll be spending a bit of time over
1: next week probably. <laughs> yeah, it be a very interesting conversation and probably super insightful. Because I mean, look at you. You went on and you did all these wonderful things, and now you have your own business. And now you don't have to choose, and it's sad that. As moms that, um, you know, ask moms, if I have a kid, but, you know, I speak to so many moms yeah. <laughs> that, you know, you have to choose between, you know, like a job and taking care of your children and like deciding what's the best things. And like, you know, so it's just amazing that you stepped out in such a, a beautiful way. Thank you. You're <laughs> welcome. So how did the um, like decide to design the planter planners step in? Okay, so
0: while I was starting up this business and I'd been doing like this, you know, like getting into self-development, I um, eventually took the leap to spend $99 on my first course (laughs) and if you come from like a hey, like when you're you know not in a not like a self-development world and you, you know you've got friends and they're telling you like they're spending money on this and they bought like these cds about property development I used to think they were crazy and I'd just be like just get a job like what's wrong <laughs> with you so there was me it was like so scary to spend like that money on myself um and we you know had like all videos and had workbooks And I always just, like, loved those, you know, like the questions and the prompts and filling it out and, you know, thinking about whatever the topic was. I think there was one on confidence and then there was one on um, having your best year. Yeah, that was, I think, Michael Hyatt. And I just loved all that. And then uh, I think I joined, like, a membership and then they'd have workbooks. And I think when I made the planner, I didn't – I think it wasn't – a a true planner if that made sense it was more like workbooks um there were pdfs to start with they were all printables and i knew at some point i really wanted to do a physical thing but i was just like okay let's start with what we've got so my old the previous business i used credit cards to buy stock and i developed my own products in china so it was quite involved and i um I ended up, I had to spend a lot of money in marketing to keep like the sales going. And I didn't anticipate that. And I didn't have a job now. So it was like on this credit card. And to be honest, I didn't want to be a person who has credit cards and has debt. And we were also having a bit of debt piling up from me not now not being in a job. And I just felt like, okay, I want to do this new thing. And I don't want money to be an excuse of why I can't do it. And I was like, I want to make physical planners. But at that point, I only knew about, you know, you get 500 printed, you get 1,000 printed. And I was like, I have no money for that. But I didn't want it to stop me. So I said to myself, okay, what has God given me? What have I got in my hand? What can I do? And I was like, I can make printables. I can make PDF versions. And that's how it started. So I started off with printables. (laughs) And then I just kept researching. I was like constantly researching, like trying to find like cheaper, cheaper printers, trying to find printers that would do like small quantities. And I just kept, I felt like I kept getting stuck and coming up against the wall. Like I think this might work. And then I get stuck there. And eventually I found like print on demand printers and it just, I was like, oh, I think this is going to be a way for me to start. And it was. And so once I discovered that, I started going for the process of like figuring out how to make the files work for the physical planners and uh, paper and which printer to use. Um, But, uh, you know, if if figured it out by just trial and error and then eventually launched my first physical planner. And that was, I guess, over two years ago. And yeah, it was for me as a person who came from doing fashion where you'd have a physical product at the end of it. You'd have a top, you know, a swimsuit you're holding, something real. Um it was just like, really exciting for me to like have my own planets in my hand.
1: <laughs> oh yes, it's amazing. Yes. So a lot of research and just getting in and doing the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so um because 2020 was it was, you know, historical. Did you have <laughs> to like pivot any like in your business, like make any changes? Was there like any aha moments for you for in 2020 coming into 2021 for your business?
0: Yeah. So I think for me, I've also been doing freelancing as well. So um, I'm still growing that side of things. Like, so I do freelancing as well, our design planners for other people or workbooks or make graphics for social media and things like that. So I had just taken on a client at the start of 2020 and she's in America. And I loved that. It was just like, oh, nothing's really changing. And it just, I guess, gave me that, feeling like yeah you're going in the right direction because i had actually been considering looking for like a like a job again going back into fashion maybe because now my boys were a bit older um and we wanted to move house and you need to you know we were living in south london so it's very expensive and we kind of needed two mortgages so i was like okay do i get a job again what do i do but i started with um this online client and then corona happened it was just like okay this this is this is the right direction for me because i like i want work that's not really affected by closures and you know a lot of my friends who were in fashion were made redundant the industry you know it's kind of collapsed there's there's a lot of competition for fewer jobs lots of offices closed and things like that it's just made me realize like yeah this online thing is what I want to do so that aspect didn't change that carried on the printables they really picked up I have one that's about self-care that that flew off (laughs) at the start of pandemic that just went that took off that people wanted to take care of themselves um there was an idea that I had before that I hadn't worked on and it was about kind of when you've been through a, a challenging time and it's like a reset like 90 days and I created the pause 90 day planner in that time and put it out as well and um yeah and that did quite well what did change was the supply chain was slower because the so many workers were like either at home they were poorly they were not you know so um things did get take longer but that was just the norm in all industries whether there was anything physical we all know like deliveries just took longer um things were going out of stock and I think everyone just had an understanding like this is not a normal situation so um thankfully it wasn't too much of an issue the good thing is the printers that I will use was using they 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 were they were delays but it wasn't anything that I could I felt like I couldn't work with and I think it was just being clear and being upfront with how long things would take and customers generally if they know that they're happy to go ahead so and then I also have a fit the printable so they could always like just start watching the videos or start the printable while they're waiting for the physical planet to arrive so I'm really grateful that things just kind of carried on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but it did make me just think about um I had to do homeschooling. So it just did make me think about, okay, I've got less time now. So what do I want to spend my time doing? And I did have a big realization though, that I, I love the planners, but I actually wanted to take people more further along on the journey. So I actually wanted to have like maybe accountability, um, working through the through the the content together like in a in a group coaching kind of thing um and so by the end of last year I was just like yes I definitely want to do this membership thing and I want to make sure it works for my life if we go in another pandemic if we go in lockdown for how can it always work for me so that's been something I've been pondering and I'm sort of working behind the scenes
1: on on bringing that out amazing and so then it starts with a dream because I found your course during pandemic I'm trying to think yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. and your launch so can you tell us a little bit about that
0: yeah so um I always found I would get questions about how I've made the planners so um I don't know if you if you follow like some business people and then they'll say oh a good if you're looking for what should you do you know you don't know what kind of business idea to do what question do you always get asked and I was like I actually get asked more about how to make my planners than maybe like about planning your life. So I was like, okay, let's follow, let's follow that. Like, let's follow where does that lead? So I had people always asking about, okay, how did you do it? Or, you know, I can't find printers and all sorts of things. Or like, oh, I'm really overwhelmed by the thought of like, taking my printable now adapting it for print um so i i just bit the bullet and made a course and basically i just share what i've what i've experienced what i've learned um yeah and i just share share what i've done Mm -hmm.
1: so if you're wanting to start learning how to make journals and printables and all those great things and you want to have a physical plan in your hand then you definitely want to check out your course um it starts with a dream yeah. right yeah um, planners on demand planners on demand okay yeah. great all right great so if you're interested in all of that because I'm in it and I'm currently working yes we're working together <laughs> so I got homework to do um so here's your chance to step by step on how to learn about the printers and how to put it together and all that great stuff so yeah, yeah. no question left unanswered So awesome. So tell me, since you've written a a journal planner on um, self-care, how do you self-care for yourself? Okay. So I see self-care
0: maybe in a different way from other people. When I was going through, I guess, that crisis and anxiety and things, uh, what people think of self-care, I actually didn't really do. I, hands up, I didn't, Exercise. I didn't start going for walks or, you know, going to the gym or anything like that. I didn't necessarily make my food better. I mean, I was trying to cook healthy for the children anyway, but for me, what I realized to me with self-care was actually following my dreams and changing my life and making it happen, making things happen. And when I would get a chance to work on my blog or my business, that just lit me up that just made me like come alive and to me that was the greatest form of self-care um and then later on as I start to change things bit by bit then I brought in you know (laughs) trying to like do more movement and things like that so for me it's actually making a life that you don't need coping mechanisms for (laughs) but it did start with the CBT that's where I guess the idea of self-care came in but it, it was just things like celebrating that I got out of the house. Um, it was it was the simplest things. It was planning out my days. It was um, like praising myself for you know small things that I've done as a as a mother. And it was I guess it was more like internal things. So it's more like mindset and feelings. And I think from that, then all the other things can come out of it a bit more easily.
1: Mm-hmm yes and that's the thing you know self-care like what do you need to care for yourself and you know many people you know they give you the outline you know exercise and eat well and da, da, da. sometimes when people do all that it's kind of stressful <laughs> yeah <You> know, <laughs> like, it's like, it stressful
0: at me to do all that at that point it would have just felt like another thing where i was falling short <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and so then internally we decide okay what does make me happy what you know sometimes people even say oh well you gotta take a break on your business you gotta do this and that but That's why I love Michelle Rohr and Amy because I, you know, um, and you can definitely, we've interviewed them on uh, the podcast. You definitely can go check out their episode. Um, Just live by like, do what you love and like, just go out there and do the thing. If you feel like, you know, you want to start some type of journal and people tell you it doesn't flow with your business, (laughs) do it, you know? And and that's the thing, especially with self-care. If you feel like, a certain type of self care is not like it's making you feel stressed out. Like, don't do it. There's so many. I think self care is more like a toolbox. But there's different types of tools that you can utilize for self care. Maybe you feel like you, your body just feels like it's tight and it needs stretching, and you want to, you do want to walk for, you know, a couple of weeks. And you feel like, okay, I feel like I need to switch and do something else. Like, you go in your toolbox and you pull out journaling. Yeah. Um. You know, for me when I get stressed out, I typically like to plan. I just sit and plan or I go and work in some workbooks that ask me a bunch of questions and it just kind of like calms me down. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. I know where I'm going. I know where I'm driving this bus.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so that's awesome. So thank you so much for sharing and bringing that point out. Okay, well, to round out our interview today, mm-hmm. we all know <laughs> the journaling prompt card time. Hey. So, What is in the box (laughs) Let's see which one we're going to get today Alrighty Tiny ripples
0: Tiny ripples Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Tiny ripples Um, Your artwork actually makes me think of tiny ripples (laughs) Oh It's like you know like you throw a stone and then there's like the ripples that go out bit by mm-hmm. bit um i think i had i think i must have been listening to some sort of like um visualization in last week where it was like throw this stone into the lake and then like see the ripples see the tiny ripples so that's actually just what comes to mind tiny ripples and then also it to also small changes Mm. these like really small things these small changes but they build up over time so they feel like nothing because I've been a bit in the past I was an all, an all or nothing type of person and obviously that mindset doesn't help you grow and I've learned to like start embracing small changes and like movement has been like a lot of resistance around exercise and movement and Jodie who we we both know she's been like helping me reframe that so I had just started like doing like five minutes of movement and just that letting that be enough. And that's to me is like a tiny ripple because then you keep going and then it feels easy to do. And then you build on it. And this week I, you know, I had a day when I did like 45 minutes. So <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, those tiny ripples. They, they, yeah, they make a difference. Yes. Yes.
1: The last same symptoms I was thinking, tiny ripples it went from, Throwing a stone into the water to that idea of like, that's how we have to look at our lives. And especially with building a business, with building self care and like teaching yeah. people who want to learn how to journal and make it habitual. It's like, it's tiny ripples. You know, I've been journaling for 30 years. So you can give me a notebook and a pen and I can sit there and I can just write and write and write yeah. and write. And someone who's just starting is like, I don't know what to say past five minutes. And so it's fine. You start with that tiny ripple, five minutes of writing then you stop in anything exercise or learning how to play the tuba you know (laughs) like you just start small (laughs) yeah so thank you so much for taking the time to meet with me today so can you tell the people where they want to find you um if they are definitely interested in just connecting to something that that you said resonated with them and they just want to talk to you about it where can they find you
0: so, um, on my website, it starts with the dream.com or Instagram. I do like it. I do like the platform and, uh, you know, I like to like get people's DMS and check their stories and just get to know, get to know other people and be inspired by what they're doing as well. So definitely, uh, send me a DM if you've heard this interview. Mm, awesome. Thank you.
1: So we're all about the paper and the pen. So always encouraging people to pick up and write and plan and and just go out and like live your dreams. Start writing about your dreams, what you want to do. We definitely are definitely cheerleaders behind that. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you everyone for tuning in and uh, definitely go and check out um our websites. We'll have it all in the show notes. You can go and click through and leave us a review on iTunes. We really appreciate it. So take care, everyone. Bye.
0: Bye.